Hello, 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 internet. Welcome to episode 44 of Frameskip, another video game podcast where three people who live similar lives and all look roughly the same gather to talk about one of their favorite pastimes, the ones and zeros, the coded conundrums. That's right, Vigigame. We're white guys that play games. I am your host for the evening, George Cam Newton Loftus. And no, I don't regret that nickname yet. Joining us through the magic of internet tubes and wires is Elijah, the ladies' man, Steve. Hello there. How are you? He's got balls of steel. And joining us <laughs> through a different series of internet tubes and wires is Seth, the wettest ham in the whole damn store. Slake house. Steak you got house. that right, George. And let me tell you what, all these other wet hams are coming for the belt. But at one point or another, I took the crown and I am not letting it go. I sit on this throne and I will be the best wet ham champion that we have ever had. That's right. Freshly thawed himself just out of the freezer collecting That's right. collecting that weird ice water that gathers when you let let meats thaw in the fridge in a bowl, ideally. I have been training for this wet ham competition my whole life and I, I will not let this title go. You can ask my trainers. You can ask my 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 friends. I am the wettest I've ever been. And here's why I think you're going to win. Um, I don't think I've ever met another person more dedicated to the cause of being the wettest ham than you. That's fair, yeah. yeah. I don't think it's... Yeah, and... I, I, like, for everyone else is just, like, existing in the world of wet hams. You're living it, bud. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I mean... And honestly, like, it's not possible to be more committed to being the best wet ham. Like, I am the quintessential wet ham champion the champion the peak that's that's that is me oh that's how i've always thought of you so checks out <sighs> if, if you want the strap you're gonna get clapped that that's that's something only the wettest of hams have the gall to say so must be true if it's coming from the the mouth of of old damp ham himself <laughs> <laughs> how you doing elijah you're quiet I'm doing all right. Uh, getting over being sick, so yeah, I'm just welcome. glad to not be coughing every 20 seconds or sniffling. Welcome back. I don't want to cause concern for our listeners. You had a bad sinus infection. It was not COVID. No, thank thank God. Yeah. Oh no, that actually might have been easier to deal with. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'd rather not find out. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm going to leave it up to the imagination and not actually try. Well, you know that old expression, the sinus infection you know is better. I've also never had a sinus infection COVID before, so don't. I don't know sinus infections. <laughs> the sinus infection you know is better than the COVID you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> pretty sure that was on the $2 bill before they took those out of circulation. <laughs> uh, how are you doing, Seth? That sounded pretty like good. a Snapple fact. Pretty good. Speaking of money, I heard they're changing the 20. They're taking old Tommy J off of the 20 and putting someone on it. Andy J. Andrew Jackson. Is Andrew Jack? Is it's not Thomas Jefferson on the twenty? No, Thomas Jefferson's on the nickel and the two dollar bill. Is it really Andrew? You're bullshit, man. It's Andrew Jackson. Also, that's five bucks to Austin. Old Hickory and oh my God, It is. Yeah, I have gone my whole life thinking that's what Thomas Jefferson looked like. Wow, have you never seen a twenty dollar bill before? I don't want this to get too depressing, but no, no, <laughs> I've seen a lot of twenty dollar bills. I just always thought it was Thomas Jefferson. I never thought it was Andrew Jackson. I don't know why. I just, I've got my whole life thinking this. I've probably said this in conversation many times. God, no, they, and people thought I was an idiot. They all have uh, bad hair, but um, Thomas Jefferson has uh, uh, like a ponytail bad hair. 
But the Biden administration wants to put Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill. See, they were talking about that like uh, back in 2016, about uh, which American should be placed on the $10 bill, I believe, at the time. Yeah, I think you're and right. $10. I remember during the debate, uh, the exact second that George, not George, Jeb Bush lost the debate for the Republican primary was when he said Margaret Thatcher should be on the $10 bill. <laughs> oh, it was you know, the, the, prime, really? the prime minister of England from 1980 to 1990. I mean, whatever. I mean, like, like who cares? Like, let's just make him a green piece of paper. And it just says, this is worth $20 on it, period. I mean, you shouldn't put that on the $10 bill. But yeah, I know. I understand what you're saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, let's, it, let's make, it literally just says, sarcasm. this is $20. <laughs> yeah, I love the sarcasm. This is what I would make in my administration. This, uh, the me hosting, you, you buckle up, boys, because that's going to be a <laughs> sarcastic as hell romp through the space of Vigi game. Speaking of Vigis, Elijah, what have you been playing this week? Uh, really, the only game I've been playing, well, the only two are Apex Legends. Uh, the new season started last week, so I've just been trying to get my dailies, level up my, uh, Battle Pass. Mm-hmm. Haven't really used the new character that much, so this week I'll finally get to. Um, oh, also, I never got to say, I beat Kingdom Hearts. That game wasn't that great. Uh, <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima, I beat. That game wasn't that great either. Oh, no. And I just finished the Division 2 expansion, and I'm they didn't update for that for PS4, uh, PS4 and 5, I just tried to say together. PS5 and Xbox Series X. The game looks and runs gorgeous and i basically fallen in love with that game all over again but the final boss of the expansion I... was the worst one of the worst boss fights i've ever gone up against the warlord of you... new york the warlord of new york i told you not to play kingdom hearts and you wouldn't listen i mean mo- i told you the game was... i said it it's not worth it the game was fine but the entire plot of the game you could literally say three sentences and literally get every important detail from the game <laughs> buckle up bud and one of, <laughs> and one of the final boss fights was the second worst boss fight i have ever experienced in a video game i um, had to level up 10 levels in order to beat it i mean that's not that, that's not criticism for a bad boss fight that's just because you no 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 weak. That that's the only you know how the end of Kingdom Hearts is. There's like ten boss fights in a row. That's the only one that gave me problems. Well, you did the over around thing uh, in the in the not in the pregame. So I, I think this comes down to being entirely your fault. Also, it's probably I mean, it always is. probably karma for not enjoying Ghost of Tsushima to its fullest potential. One hundred percent. That game wasn't that great. So I enjoyed. All right, well, that's it. enough from Elijah. Uh, <laughs> Seth, what have you played this week? Dude, I tell you what, I've been getting down and dirty with Final Fantasy XIV, um, as always. But I, I've been really getting down and dirty with it this week. I mean, we've been in a mud bath, <laughs> middle of the desert type mud bath, just getting down in there, down and dirty, filthy, if you will, sloppy. And I've been really enjoying my time with that. Um, I also played Scott Pilgrim vs. the World last night with my girlfriend after, after we watched the movie. Good movie. Great movie. Is it the best movie tie-in game of the last 10 years, yes or no? Gun to the head, I want to say yes, but I, I, I'm assuming there's got to be one better than that because the game doesn't really follow the story of the movie very well. Yeah, but that was also when they stopped making movie tie-in games, unless you want to play like the Dark, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. The dark Knight on mobile. 
<laughs> That's what I'm thinking because, like, I, I'm, I'm like thinking of another movie tie-in game. I just can't, I can't think of many that that were good. You know, I heard Captain America was good, but I, I never played it. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, no, no <laughs> okay. it, was, it was basically just like, what if we took Arkham Asylum and uh, just made everything worse than Arkham Asylum? Similar, but just not as good. Also, Elijah, that was in the area of I'm like sorry, straight Elijah. copycat games. Yeah, God, it was. It was a lot of fun. Um, it was a lot of fun not paying full price for those games. Elijah, I'm sorry for snapping at you about Kingdom Hearts and 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 Ghost. I've never okay. I've never hosted before. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm fine. I'm not. This is what he wants. This is why he plays popular games so he can crap on him. I've known Elijah way too long. I'm no, fine. I'm fine blind up here. I don't know what I'm doing. No, they're popular games. I absolutely adore. You went into Ghost of Tsushima saying, "F this. I want to <laughs> f this in the A." I That's, went into Ghost of Tsushima pretty excited. That sounds. And, that and sounds for, like for Austin, that what that meant was I want to freak this in the apple. Yeah. Right? Don't have to yeah. think about anything. You don't have to censor that, bud. This is a children's show. Oh, man, uh, I played a lot of games this past week. I can't remember what I talked about on the last episode. So let me just recap and say that I have platinum Star Wars Episode One Racer, a platinum Spyro yes. Two, platinum Ooh. Spyro Three. Good stuff. And then uh, I got an Oculus. Oculus Quest. That was that's what it's oh, called. Oculus yeah, buddy. Quest two. Got that in the mail. Um, I gave up drinking for the month of February, but not before getting very drunk January thirtieth and ordering one of those through Target. So that was Attaboy. fun. Um, <laughs> you love to hear it. Uh, so yeah, I played a lot of games this week, but I'm only going to talk about three. I want to talk about uh, Beat Saber. Hell yeah! Um, I used to make fun of everyone who played it because I thought they looked really stupid when they were playing it from the outside, and then I played I it, and now I I completely understand why you do like the little like flare things and why you get super into it. Um, I I haven't quite experienced fear the way I have experienced fear when playing that game on Expert. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna check it out, or even just messing around. I love the amount of options you have in that game, and so for oh, those of so you many. for those of you who don't know Beat Saber, it's basically just like a Blocks are coming at you. They're multicolored. There's they're one of two colors, red or blue. And there's arrows on the blocks. And you get to swipe in the directions. And you have to like time everything out to the beat. And it's a ton of fun. But man, on Expert, it is just brutal. Wait till you try <laughs> Expert Plus. On Expert, it stops being a game. Yeah. <laughs> you actually get teleported in and the blocks are flying at your face. Oh my god, it's, it's a nightmare. <laughs> but like, one of the things I thought was really cool was that like, there's an option that lets you cut, like, turn off direction. So you just have to hit the box, which I thought was interesting. So it's like all the same amount of boxes, but you don't have to swing in any direction. So it's just kind of a little bit more freestyle. There's one option where you can just you flail like, any way you like. Exactly. <laughs> just just forward just forward in a direction um there's one option that lets you play which is like one saber which i thought was really interesting um hard super hard <laughs> oh the one saber mode is super hard um but man that game's fun that game's great it looks really pretty um and i just really like the hardware i don't like that i have to log into facebook to to use it classic oculus yeah so i created a brand new facebook account that i only use for oculus um nice be careful because i hear that it has like facebook has been deleting those accounts oh wonderful cool can't wait to lose all hundred dollars of uh lincoln park songs i bought no, i haven't bought those yet i'm not drinking this I, month i'm not drinking this month we'll see it we'll see in march if i buy those isn't it weird that like we're pretty much past the era of like buying music 
that we just like stream it constantly yeah i've been thinking about that i wonder if that's why i don't care as much about new music right now is because it's just it's entirely free whereas like when i was in high school uh i i probably like justified a lot of music that i shouldn't have just because i spent actual work hours accruing money to to buy it you know yeah i i get youtube music with youtube premium and like i i just it's it's amazing i never have to listen to any advertisements and i just select whatever song i want and it's there like yeah I have the entire world's music library at my hands. I never have to buy anything. It's pretty awesome. Uh, I can download it too. I got Spotify Premium. I do uh, like to just throw on music videos all the time, so I will put up with the ads uh, every once in a while and just throw up throw up music videos on YouTube. Um, you should think about YouTube Premium because you get the music videos and don't get the ads. Yeah, but then that feels like a little less valuable to me. Like I just love being able to like shove my phone in my in my pocket or in my backpack and just like go for a hike or something. Um, there's a YouTube music app. Yeah, but I already have everything set up on my Spotify. All right, hey man, whatever, float your boat. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. This is cool. It's cool. You'll be, the, you'll be the captain. I'll just be the stupid sailor that drops the anchor. Look at me. Whatever. Look at me. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna look at you. I am the captain now. Ah <laughs> uh, man, the over under on me saying that this podcast was my first time hosting was uh, I think at four and a half, so that's one. Um, <laughs> let's see what else. Uh, I played a little bit of Vader Immortal great game that game's awesome um super good vader's intimidating as hell uh i'm not as good of a jedi as i thought i was (laughs) turns out swinging a lightsaber is a kind of a terrifying prospect even though it's just now did you did you get the same reaction i did when vader first walked into the room where you're like oh i understand now like i get why he's so intimidating yeah because he always like his cape was a little bit different in the game than it was in the movies and so like in the in the movies like it just looks like it's like a almost like a robe like it's just like covering up like yeah. part of his body but like he was just yoked out of his mind in this <laughs> game like he showed up and he just had like a body type i'd never seen on an actual human being before but it made perfect sense for vader i was like oh yeah. no i'm strapped to a chair and he, yeah. and he just walked in here i don't like anything about this and it did. I know it's a well-designed game because, like, when you're sneaking out of the interrogation room or whatever, um, and you're like climbing up the side of the tower, uh, I got super queasy. I don't like heights at all. Oh yeah, yes. I I had common. the same thing. It was yeah. bad. Yeah. Vader yeah. walks in. Yeah, it's like, oh, dad, daddy Vader's here. Daddy Vader's here to, to do some BDSM. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the last time I played that, I want to talk. <laughs> Last game I played I want to talk about is I've been going through Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. And I've been going through it because I need space on my hard drive. And that game is like 165 gigs. And it's right now asking for 24 more gigs for an update. And I think Treyarch should be embarrassed and ashamed. I think whoever did Modern Warfare, the reboot last year, two years ago, should be embarrassed and ashamed. I think it is unconscionable for developers to create games that take up so much hard drive space. Do we know why it takes so much hard drive space? I don't know, because I'm pretty sure Assassin's Creed Valhalla takes up like 35 gigs. Like, that game's massive. That game's huge. And, like, I understand... I guess objectively you could say that Call of Duty looks better. Like just like I, I just played the level where you're like going through the Kremlin trying to like sneak data out of the vault. And it's fun. Uh, Isn't it's not that ex- just Mission Impossible 4? It's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, this is neat. I feel like I've already seen this in a more interesting way where they were using mirrors and screens to fool people. And that's more my style. Um, 
But like, man, like it's really selfish and crappy of developers to take up so much space. It's like, come on, man. Like this is this is a premium right here. And like I just I can't justify much longer. And like the fact that uh zombies and multiplayer and warzone are all like different modes that you can delete off your hard drive is really nice that you can like sort of partition what you actually want. But it's also like, man, like what are you doing? Like, how is it possible that it takes up this much space? Anyways, that's, yeah, I don't that's know. my big complaint um, of the week. I guess what they said is that that's how much, like, all the DLC is already on the the game, I guess, and that's how much space it will take after the post-launch content is added. That's what this says a year ago. And someone commented 50 gigabyte game, 100 gigabyte microtransactions, 25 gigabyte spy spyware for China. I mean, okay. it doesn't feel that wrong. Oh, yeah. crap. I lied. There's another game. I started Cyberpunk. Oh. What do you think of it? Uh, I'm like an hour and a half in. That game is fantastic. It is running yeah. super well. I haven't had any crashes. I'm amazed at how much detail they're able to fit onto every screen. I think it's a very, very impressive game but I haven't mm-hmm. really done a whole lot outside of like the opening like tutorial missions. I'm like just starting to get to explore Night City. Uh, I think that game's incredible so far. I'm very, very impressed. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad someone else likes Cyberpunk because I, although I liked it, I didn't love it. I think it's a, it's a fine game. It doesn't deserve as much crap as it got. Like, I think the game for most people is probably very playable, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, that wraps us up on what we've been playing. Does anyone have anything they want to add? Like, Elijah, if you, this is a good time to apologize for, for Duncan on Ghost of Tsushima, if you feel... Nothing so... I can think of. Okay. I'm, but... having, I'm having a really hard time because I want to play Ease 9, but I don't want to buy it. <laughs> I've never the I I started a Yeez game during the pandemic and then I accidentally packed up like my entire Vita collection. But I started playing. I was gonna say I'm gonna guess it's seven. Yeah, uh, Memories of Salsita. Yeah, that's eight. That's eight. That's seven. No wait, Ease. Ease eight is Lacrimosa of Dana. Yeah, you're right. Ease eight was really good and, and like and it's fun. It's fun because it's like a, a very fast oriented action JRPG. Um, it, it's very light on story. So for people like you that can't comprehend stories, George, that, it's very perfect. Um, <laughs> and it's like a fun, just like, like, like fun action, action anime game. And Ease 9 apparently is super good and actually has a, a really good story. So maybe it's not for you, but it has a really good story. And I don't want to pay 60 bucks, but I really want to play it because Bandai Namco games always plummet in price. That's fair. Yeah. And also, it sounds like you're a freeloading piece of crap. So it sounds like it might not be for you either. So, um, <laughs> Maybe see Elijah. That's how you do it. <laughs> maybe we'll just—I don't know—just uh, have a friend play it, and you feel free to write us at Frameskip Pod, right? That's the—that's the, that's the right, Twitter at Frameskip Pod. At Frameskip Pod, yeah. At Frame Pod, yeah. So Coach can be super confused about why someone's talking to him about yeast. <laughs> uh, all right, Coach well. is like, I don't know, man, but that sounds pretty cool. I don't know, but how about them Cowboys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, I think that brings us uh, to the news section. Psych, there's no news this week we're talking about. Right, guys, there's nothing you want to talk about, right? There's nothing I really want to talk about. No, not really. Like I said, I'm super bummed about Miranda's butthole not being shown in Mass Effect and Legendary Edition, but Austin probably doesn't want to talk about that. Uh, I want to talk about, what did you just say? What were the words that came out of your mouth? He's a really strange wording for it. I'm really, I'm really depressed about Miranda's butthole being censored from 
Mass Effect. Yeah, one, one more time, Chief. What what's the whole <laughs> what's the whole story there about Miranda's butthole? I don't remember her butthole it's, in the game. Oh, you didn't use that mod. No, I did not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on. <laughs> so I floated uh, I floated in the, the group chat, the Slack, earlier um, about a topic, since we knew we were going to be light on cast tonight, and we were also light on news. Uh, I floated the idea of uh, uh, gaming while you're depressed. And um, I think that's actually something we're talking about. I think... I have a lot of thoughts on this. Given so. the time of year, I, I know seasonal affective disorder is a real thing. I know that affects a lot of people. Um, and also... Hold just, up. The current... Just real, real quick. I don't mean to interrupt you, but can we just really appreciate the fact that seasonal affective disorders acronym is it's sad? sad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who? Let's get some more naming champs in here that can do <laughs> that can pull off things like that. I'll never forget the episode of The Office where they're getting ready to go down to, to Florida. Why do you think you would be a good fit, Toby? I don't know. I've just I've been really depressed lately. Oh, really? So you've had seasonal affective disorder. We're all sad, Toby. <laughs> so I know seasonal affective disorder is a real thing that affects a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> I also know just the current state of affairs is less than ideal. I can I can easily see a lot of uh, anxiety in people uh, just because of the way things are, the way things are going, the way they think things are going to be. And uh, there's no way that that's not going to affect you. And I think that's okay. I think it's okay to be sad. I think it's okay to be depressed. And I know that because uh, I'm going through a little depressive spell right now. I don't want to do Jack. I don't even want to play video games. I barely, all I really want to eat is Oreos and Uh uh, go to work. That's really all I want to do. You want to go to work? Yeah, it's just nice to uh, not think about (laughs) depression. Yeah, Yeah, no, that's fair. I understand that very well. Yeah. And so that's, so that's why I didn't even finish the first episode of Vader Immortal. Like, I was just like, oh, man, this is nice. But uh, maybe when I'm in a better mood. You're I'll, in I'll uh, Slumper All. None of your hobbies are slapping right now? No, my friends, uh, I had an old podcast called uh, In a Word, where we'd each pick up, uh, each bring like a different word and uh, just talk about what it means to us and what it meant to the other mm-hmm. people. And uh, we had an abbreviate, like a, a, a metaphor for depression where it just, it felt like you were just, you had nothing to do but just kick rocks into a pit. Yeah, and uh, we, uh, we called it the pit. Sorry, Austin. I'll Venmo you five bucks. Uh, it was just it was uh, just like the last place you want to be was just a giant hole full of, and uh, you're, you're, ten bucks. That's ten. ten yeah. <laughs> um. So we we just say like yeah, like I'm in the pit, or like yeah, I'm just kicking rocks on the outside. Uh, I feel like I'm I'm kind of kicking rocks, but also I feel like uh, starting to give away a little bit. So, like when you're you're probably playing games and you're like, wow, I would really enjoy this if I wasn't. Super bummed out right now, huh? Yeah, you can kind of tell, you can kind of dis- distinguish that 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 thing. You're not like you don't you don't hate this game. You actually really enjoy it, but you just can't enjoy it because of your mental state is that. I think that's it. Also, like yeah. I'm not working like full time. I'm working like three or four days a week, depending on uh other people at work. And so I think it's just one of those things too, where it's just like I got so much time to game, where I'm like oh, I can just play that later because uh, it turns out I'm not doing Jack tomorrow either. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll just do it then. So it doesn't feel like particularly special. To me, like it's not like I'm just gonna go grab a two liter of Mountain Dew, little little box of Cheez Its, and just and rip roar through the Call of Duty campaign, burn through this sucker in a night. Like that's that's how I used to do it, and now I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. I'm just gonna watch sports highlights from when Tom Brady was on my football team, and 
So like, if, if I may have a if I may have a soapbox here, oh, for please, a bit, gentlemen. You need one because uh, you're uh, you're relatively short as a person, as I understand. I'm six foot tall. Oh, sorry. I thought we were still ragging on each other. Also, well, no, I, no, no, I mean, like, but the, but the, but I mean, there's got to be some sort of truth to the insult, right? Oh, I'm I mean, sorry. I just in my head, you're just like the three inch screen I see on Zoom. So <laughs> I'm actually that size. <laughs> like, I just like chill on your desk. I'm like, hey, George, just, just bouncing, bouncing mirrors. It's just it's a it's a light trick. It's in all fairness, come at me, come at me. It does on Zoom look like Seth is in front of a green screen and like his room is just the picture so like he could be like oh, miniature yeah. and be like the size of the computer oh yeah don't be jealous guys i'm actually in the bahamas this is a this is a sweet hotel room huh <laughs> oh like the the angles of like your ceiling i don't know like they're they're going towards the camera so that makes the room look smaller so like proportionally you look smaller and like i don't know how big that chair is that you're in you know <laughs> three inches <laughs> perfect <laughs> <laughs> also, um, I swear I'm so, not drinking. I'm just this dumb. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> so uh, I th- I have some hot takes about depression, and I think it's like <clears throat> I think a lot of people don't like to hear this, but I think for me, it's it's been undoubtedly true. And now, when I'm depressed, I know how to handle it because I think I accidentally stumbled upon some sort of like some sort of truth about depression. Um, and you know, for anyone listening and even you guys, you may not want to hear this, but like, I think it's important to hear it. I think that depression is caused by comfortability and, um, ease, like, like an easy, easy life. And that, that may not be like, you might be like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of going through it right now. Like, I, I don't, I don't have, um, I don't have what I want. I'm not happy with my life. So it's not easy, but like, think about how we are biologically designed. Um, and I think that's what I mean by easy life. Like we don't have to worry, especially in this country, we really don't have to worry about like food or shelter or water. And I think our bodies were biologically evolved to like focus on those things. Right. And I think depression comes from having like a super, super easy life where we don't have to worry about those things. And I think gaming when you're depressed is actually counterproductive because although you you're sad um or not not technically sad but like you feel sad you feel down right it's the best synonym for depression really um you just don't you don't want to do anything you want to sit on the couch and like play games and sometimes you may not even have the energy to play games but i think forcing yourself to not do that forcing yourself to do the things that you don't want to do is actually the best fight for depression you can you can get because i went through a really 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 bad bout of depression um about a year ago that lasted for months and months and months right and the way i chose to go about it was i chose to educate myself and i was like all right well what i've been doing isn't working right like i like 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 chilling out treating myself spending my money like it's not working whatever i'm going through whatever i'm dealing with it's it's not improving so I, I started like what I would I would do with any sort of competition or fight like like that uh, as, as you guys know I'm a martial artist I got my my <laughs> game plan right I got my game plan I got my like my like knowledge I, I educated myself and I was like all right well I'm gonna start with literally anything so I woke up and I started like making my bed every day and I started once I did that for a week I was like all right well now I can like 
eat healthier for a week. Now I can start working out. Now I can go force myself to go see friends. Now I can like call family. Like I, I just started doing all these things I didn't want to do that made me uncomfortable. But <clears throat> I put myself in situations and I put in, in, in struggled. I think that's what you need to do to get out of depression. I, I, I know that a lot of people think that like, and everyone's different. Like everyone responds to things differently and, and everyone's depression is caused by different things, of course. But I think forcing yourself to improve yourself, even though you don't want to, and even though you feel like you don't have the energy, like do you have the energy to stand up and, and walk to the other side of the room? Well, then you have the energy to do something else too. Like it, it's, it's, it's really the, the thing about depression is that it's a war in your head against yourself. And it's really a fight for, for yourself, you know? And I think that's the thing that people got to realize, like, Yes, it's a mental disorder, but I, I also think that there's ways you can fight back against depression, and it's by um, taking care of yourself and not giving up on yourself, not taking it easy. And I firmly step off my soapbox. I'm sorry for laughing in the middle of that when you said you did what you do for like any big fight or competition. I just that's what I know, dude. That, I just, like, I like, just that's, immediately thought that's like oh, he he doesn't drink water for three days so that his muscles really pop. Uh, what? No, isn't, isn't, I never do that. Isn't, isn't, water isn't, isn't that what they do? Like, uh, I, I know you don't do like bodybuilding competitions, but don't they like de- purposely dehydrate to like really make like their veins? And are you talking about cutting weight in like martial arts in competitions? No, let's talk about like Mr. Universe, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and like oh. Lou Ferrigno. No, yeah, I'm sure they do that, but they they also um cut water weight really really bad in uh, wrestling and martial arts MMA to make weight. So they can balloon back up to like 30 pounds above the weight limit in 12 hours. Tight. Uh, no, that was, that was very thoughtful. That was, that was, uh, thank you for sharing that stuff. I know it's hard. to. I mean, Hey, you're welcome. Well, it's just, I know we talk about like our personal opinions on video games, but we don't really always talk about our personal opinions about ourselves. So listen, man, like I don't, I don't like to like jump at people and give them, advice without them asking me because i know like how annoying that can be but like i really did like i was depressed for years man like i was i, I like i didn't want to do anything at all ever i like for like a three-year period i would wake up and my day would be exactly the same i'd play games i didn't want to play games i didn't want to watch tv i didn't want to like like do anything and like i beat it by just doing what i said and like honestly it sounds hard but if you're committed to yourself and you like you you really really want something and you just like refuse to let go of what you're doing like like that's how i lost weight like i'm like i'm absolutely not gonna give up on myself this time then like i think you you can you can beat it i beat it i mean and i had a really 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 bad case where i was like suicidal and like i was not i was not okay um I, I don't know. I, I I do not have a closing statement for this. I'm kind of just huh. out in the void, floating think, right now. I think my worst depression. My worst depression. I was never suicidal, but I was definitely bad. Where I was just like, you know, if I were to get hit by a car, like I don't know how upset I would be. Um, without being suicidal, it's just like, oh man, it'd be really interesting to like feel something right now, <laughs> like yeah. a like yeah. a like a I car like a car hitting my legs. <laughs> I also think if you put good positivity out in, in the universe, there's like a a weird role that like you'll get you get positive positivity back you know like like i definitely go out of my way every single day to like be happy and be kind to people even though i might be dying inside because i'm having a shit day i'm like i go out of my way to like try to make people laugh and smile i i always do the same thing because 
you know, just just like what you said, you may be having a crappy day, but someone else might be also. And you never know when just whatever nice thing you do could help them and maybe help start to get them out of what they're going through. So, yeah, but always, always remember, like, too, is that you can't help someone else if you can't fix yourself either. Like, um, you got in order to be I'm not, like I'm not saying like you are purposely trying to help them. Just like do, just like doing a nice thing may be something that they need to help themselves start to. Yeah, I mean, you're not, you're not wrong, but I know a lot of people that are depressed. They try to go out and like help other people that are depressed, and I think that's that's like a yeah, that's that's not gonna that's not the because you you yeah. have to you have to be okay yourself. I think it's sort of like in a relationship, you have to love yourself before you can love someone else. I disagree with that statement, but. Well, I don't know. I get that. Where it's just like, I, my favorite thing is like, people are just like, yeah, I've been single for so long. Like, I don't understand what's what's wrong. I'm like, well, would you date you right now? Exactly. And the answer That's is exactly right. The answer is usually no. And it's just like, all yeah. right. It's not, it's, it, it's not that you can't love someone else that you shouldn't bring someone else into your life when your life's a complete revolting mess. I, I don't completely agree with that, but. Okay. That's fair. Uh, and this isn't, this isn't the guidance counseling podcast yeah we're all we're all different uh different 30 year olds just trying to make sense of things Actually, <laughs> i'm 27 bud i'm 27 oh, god. don't push oh, me god in. you look 40. don't push me in <laughs> <laughs> god do you spend every day in the sun just chain smoking cigarettes <laughs> i look the best i've ever looked right now elijah can you yeah, I know you've looked sixty. God. <laughs> I mean, uh, I will say your beard's amazing, but it it looks like a Lego beard. Like it looks just like so perfect, it's fake. What do I do about yeah. that? How do I, what do I do about? All that? I'm saying is like your beard's too perfect. Um, that's okay. It's too perfect. That's okay. So it's it's only like half an inch tall in reality. So you should. You should. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I have any scissors. To actually you should like get into a, a fishing accident just to like throw a scar there, just to make it look a little bit more real. <laughs> I did this for you, George. <laughs> I fish just hooked, a picture. I fish hooked myself. <laughs> just had a picture of me in the hospital. Did it for you, bud. Basically making himself look like a Skyrim character. No, actually, what I did, I actually what I did was I, I got a beard guide on Amazon. So now whenever I'm I'm trimming my beard, I hold it up, and now it gives me the perfect lines every time. Gotcha. Because I noticed my beard kept getting uneven. I because I'm I'm like for some reason unable to make a straight beard. So be like, <laughs> it looked like I had a stroke sometimes. I was after uh, when when it comes to me and depression and gaming it it's kind of like what Seth said because you know most of the time a a game doesn't really help me like there are some times where it has and it's kind of just been what I needed for like comfort food basically I want Oreos now thanks George um but most of the time gaming just does not do it for me and that's when I will start to do other hobbies I enjoy, but haven't given the time I should. Like, I'll start reading more, and I will make sure I'm going on more hikes, or like different stuff like that that I do enjoy, but I don't give myself enough time to do. Mm -hmm. And usually that does help a bit, because I feel like I'm finally... I've been closed off, closed off to parts of me that I'm finally opening back up to. I mean, like, like, like exercise is a big one, right? Cause like the, I, I looked at certain things. I'm like, all right, what's proven to help depression. All right. Exercise, release endorphins. Yeah. Exercise, sunlight, working out. Like 
you know, clean, having a clean apartment, you know, things like that. It's proven that that, mm-hmm. that, 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 those kind of things make you feel good, make mm-hmm. you feel happy. So I was like, let's start there. That's why I did. Uh, yeah, it's funny. Like, I think when I'm super anxious about stuff and like, have you guys ever had like the type of anxiety where it does feel like there's like a 450 pound person just like sitting on your chest? Yep. Oh yeah. Like you, you like literally can't do anything. Like, yeah. It's over. And like, you can like barely like breathe. And you're just, mm-hmm. like, waiting to have, like, a heart failure or something. Um, I find when I feel like that, that's when gaming's actually super helpful, just because, like, it does distract me. And, like, just, like, having checkboxes, like, in games especially, like, um, I think I told the story about, like, me trying to, like, platinum Mass Effect 1 when I was, like, super anxious and, like, mm-hmm. convinced I was going to die that night um, after having, like, the worst panic attack of my entire life. And, like, it's super helpful there, but then, like, yeah, God, depression is just, like, oh, man, but, like, what if I just uh, didn't even turn on the TV? What if I turn on the TV and just, like, stare at the home screen for PlayStation? That sounds good. So, I just, just want to do that right now. So, like, the way my my um, therapist, um, that, was, that was the other thing I did, by the way. I got into therapy and got therapist because my uh, health insurance was covering all mental health when COVID hit. So I was, like, nice. perfect time. Mm. They were covering 100% no copay whatsoever. I was That's like, amazing. Here we go. Let's go. So I took advantage of that. And my therapist was like, you know, obviously anxiety and depression are two different things. But when you have them at the same time, depression, you should go out and do something for yourself. But anxiety makes you not able to do that. So you get stuck in this loop where you can't really do anything and you feel terrible about yourself. Um, And it's just in a lot of times they do go hand in hand, especially for people like me that have ADHD. Which, by the way, I was at the bottom of the spectrum of ADHD. I like the worst ADHD you can have. I took a test. And did I tell you guys this story, by the way? I don't did remember. I, I you you might have, but I don't remember. So I, I go to take my ADHD so. test, right? Because they had already like clinically diagnosed me, but you have to have the test for the insurance to cover your medication and whatnot. And it's really hard to get um, diagnosed as an adult. So that was the final step. I had to get my test. And uh, I, I walk up to the computer, and the test was like, super easy, right? Like it, There was numbers that flash on the screen, I think. You clicked the mouse every time it said, or you you saw a two on the screen, right? And they would flash like one, two, three, and they they would speak at the same time in the, in the headphones. And I just it was like an hour long. I had to do that for like an hour. And I got up after the test was done, sat down, and the the uh, psychiatrist, psychologist, I can't remember the term for the ADHD, but it was the ADHD specialist. She walked over and she saw the results, and she's like, "Oh, honey." I'll be right back. Right? I need to print this out for you. And I'm just sitting. I'm like, I think I did pretty good. On that <laughs> and she walks in the room. Right? She hands me this this paper of like a, a paper of like forty different categories stapled together. Right? And almost under every single one of them, it said severely impaired, severely impaired, severely impaired. <laughs> Except for reaction speed, which was like incredible. And I was like, oh, there's the, there's my karate and video games. Yep, you know? I, <laughs> I could be a Gundam pilot. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, well, this isn't a measure of your intelligence. And I'm like, no, I, I, I understand it's not a measure of my intelligence, but I'm super sad that like I'm essentially disabled. <laughs> like, like you, you handed me this these results, man. I, I don't think I, I'm going to feel very good about them. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> That's like that uh, that SNL sketch where Will Ferrell's like he goes down to like a community college to be like a life model for for artists, and uh, they're like, please like stop talking to the students, like they'll be tested on this later. He's like, I took a test earlier today at the free clinic for hepatitis. I kicked <laughs> two. I got an A, two Bs, and a C. <laughs> 
<laughs> just sitting there like feeling like oh, i feel pretty good about that test and i'm like oh bro <laughs> that's exactly how she's like oh honey i need to print these out for you and i was like huh what do you mean? <laughs> yeah so that that was my adhd story but also depression anxiety come with adhd as well yeah um but now, I, those are, I, those do are need, my personal i do need to take the test um you need to go see a therapist bud you read your test you can't just you can't just walk into a a clinic and be like I want the ADHD test. Uh, I, I I do see. It, I, I demand it. I want the test, sir. We don't have COVID tests. I don't care about the COVID test. I want the ADHD test. Uh, I do have a therapist. They're just like, excuse me. And what? we are like ninety nine percent sure I have ADHD. Ah. Uh, so. Noises. Yeah, I need to. I need to take care of that. Yeah, I'm just well, I believe in you, of... Elijah, and I can. I, I too you, believe I that I have it. I know you can crush Seth's score. Um, <laughs> I don't think. I mean, if we're, if we're going for a high score, yeah, you can definitely crush me. I mean, there's, there's, it's not I, a very high bar. I don't want. I don't want to beat Seth's score. Yeah, I think this is a, sure. a real golf situation. I think. Uh, I think you want a lower score. <laughs> she was like, she she was like, honestly, it's amazing you haven't been diagnosed yet at 26 years old. And I'm like, I don't. It, it, but why is that amazing? Just because I just fail so often that you're just amazed that I made it this far? Like what? Oh. Thanks for letting yeah, me. I'm very. Thanks for letting me slip through so many cracks, lady. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, geez. Like the, they were asking me, "Do you do this? Do you do this? Do you this?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, uh, a little, yeah." And by the end, they're like, "Oh, okay." I don't mean. To, but here's the thing, though: is like I don't mean to diminish ADHD. Like I can totally see, like my I, I have family members who have like severe ADHD, but like so many of the symptoms for it are just like it's like when you see like the like COVID symptoms list, and you're like. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> like, oh, like a cough. Think... It's like, oh, uh, yeah. It's like, oh, like headache. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. It's like, oh, like body aches and just like general fatigue. I'm like, I mean, I'm 30, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, because like, yeah, you're right. Like, there's a lot of ADHD symptoms that are like pretty normal for everybody. Mm-hmm. But I think like when you have ADHD, like the, the symptoms are like very problematic. Like, there's like procrastination is like a huge symptom of ADHD. Yeah, and like bro you like procrastination has ruined my life i mean it is bad like mm-hmm. you don't understand like there's there's times where i wrote an entire paper in 15 minutes because i was like i didn't want to do this at all until this last second and the teacher would get it and be like why do you keep doing this and i'm like i don't know <laughs> you understand that like, very very i don't, very I don't well. know why i'm like this i i have no idea it's not because i did i was too lazy i just got i was like i i, I can't it's like anything that takes any specific amount of time. This is a great video game podcast. It is. Crushing yeah, I was it actually tonight. about to, uh, I was thinking about bringing it back to video games just because I do want to kind of talk about like. I think for anxiety, video games are super helpful. You're right. Oh my God. But I think, oh God, yes. I think for depression, it's not. You see, but I'm going to disagree with you right there because I think one thing that was really helpful for my depression, uh, recent depression, was actually playing Star Wars Battlefront with Elijah and Austin last week. That was and, so fun. Yeah, and like social I think, communication is, I think, a big thing. I think, oh well, yeah, that that was great. Um, but mostly just like the monotony of multiplayer, where it's like I'm going to do roughly the same thing with like different results every time. Uh, that I actually, <laughs> <laughs> I like how you basically just said like, yeah, hanging out with Austin and Elijah, and you're like, yeah, that was okay, I guess. But what really helped. <laughs> I'm sitting here just tears wanting to roll down. 
Uh, no, it was, I, um, no, it, obviously talking with you, talking with Austin was great. That was like a lot of fun. Uh, but just, there are times when like, I'm super pumped out. And like I said, like, I'll just turn on my PlayStation and be like, I want to play something. And then like, have like the Netflix style, like, I don't know what to watch right now, uh, with games. Uh, but just the fact that like, I don't know, like just like loading into multiplayer and just having like, okay, this is variations on a theme of the exact same thing. That was like oddly soothing. It was just like, oh, I just get to select one thing that's going to be vaguely different each time. That was really nice. I played one game that I am struggling to remember the name of. Uh, it wasn't quite Depression Simulator. This was like one of the last games I played right before COVID like really hit. Um, oh, I and, think I know what game you're talking about. Ooh, let me oh, open my Steam. Let me it might be Depression P- Simulator. Oh, it's called Drowning. Sorry. Oh, okay, Drowning. Yeah, that's not the game I was thinking of, but yeah, Drowning. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's been a really good video game about depression yet. There has. It's called Please Knock on My Door. Okay. Um, I I actually had a couple friends recommend it to Interesting me. Interesting. And it was really good because I'm like, oof, yeah, I know this feeling way too well. It, it's very tastefully done, and God, that game hurt. Is that a Steam game? Yeah. Okay. Let me rephrase. Sorry. I don't think there's been a good console game about depression. Maybe not. I mean, I'm, there was that there was that game that came out about depression that Elijah reviewed. Wasn't that you that Elijah reviewed that Elijah? Drowning. No. That's. That's the was game it, about depression. The unfinished one? I've never played the unfinished one. Oh, um. Oh god, what's the one that came out after that? What remains of Edith Finch? Oh yeah, that game actually bummed me out so much. Oh, I had to stop playing. I don't it. think so. <laughs> yeah, that, that game was a real bummer. <laughs> well, we're talking about games about depression. I don't think it's going to be very uplifting. But... <laughs> well, yeah, but like I didn't know that going into it, <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Uh, there's a bird, and oh. I got to eat another bird, and there's a um, tentacle monster. Actually, I did write an article about the game Inside and how uh, a lot that's of it, it, that's the one, yeah. a lot of it, like as I was playing through it a second time, because everyone was saying about how amazing it was. And I was like, I'm, I'm not seeing it. I'm just not. And then I was playing through it again and I started noticing all these things that were metaphors for depression. And I'm like, this isn't the reason everybody loves this game, but it's the reason I'm starting to love it. I think I think that is the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's let's uh. I say let's let's wrap up this this conversation. Actually, I think I'll say let's wrap up this conversation since I'm the freaking host this week. Well, I just feel like we should end the podcast on an uplifting note. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. No, I agree. So I feel like we should end the conversation right there because I want to end it there, not because Seth suggested to end it there. <laughs> So I think Not that's going to wrap us up on uh, our talk on uh, g- gaming. I hosted g- for a really long depression. time, George. I'm sorry. It's like stuck in nature. <laughs> no, I, I hosted R&M for like 190 episodes. No, I was about I'm to sorry. wrap us up anyway. I got D&D real wicked soon. Um, Seth, where can people reach you? Um, sir, we have to do Just trivia don't. very quick. Oh, my God. My goodness. Yeah, sorry. Elijah has a, as a, as a surprise for us. Elijah, surprise us. So one thing we're going to start doing every week is I'm going to ask two trivia questions and I'm going to keep track every episode throughout the year 
to see if there's a winner at the end of the year. Even better, I'm glad that we're the first podcast about video games to ever think about doing something yes, even there, remotely similar to this. It's yeah, there's exciting. there's never oh, been bang, bang, bang. there's never been an Xbox pad, podcast from IGN that has done something similar to this. Never, never done like a Easy Allies has never done anything like this. Um, In all fairness, all I've never listened to Easy Allies, so I are you sure they're real good? They're really good. Yeah, I just, I didn't I didn't enjoy their E3 stuff. It was super annoying, and I couldn't do it anymore. You know who sucks? Giant Bomb. I actually don't really like Giant Bomb that much. Giant Bomb sucks. Giant Elijah. Bomb's like the only gaming podcast I listen to I anymore. I know, I know it is. Does that hurt? Did that burn your soul? Not really, because I expect it from you. So I listen, you look like Fred. I listen Gershman. to Into the Aether. They don't do anything like this, but I, like, I just I realized like, that I like a lot. I look like is his who? name Fred Fred Gershman, Jeff Gerstman, Jeff Jeff Gershman, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Gershman. <laughs> All I can think of when you said that was Team America. Alec Baldwin, <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> so, this week's topic of trivia is PlayStation. You should believe in your games more. So, the first question I have for you guys: Yeah, Sony came out with a horror series that lasted for three games. One of those games got published in other territories, but not the U.S. What series is this? Is it Siren? Seth, what do you think? Anna. The correct answer is Siren. Siren 2 only ever came out in Japan and Europe. Oh but was never published over here. This guy. Now, question two could be worth two points. Wait, is, it, is or it isn't? Wait, wait, it's Siren. You gotta make the rules here. <laughs> um, the reason it could be there is a bonus point in it. Demon Souls was published by PlayStation in Japan, but a different publisher in Europe and another Atlas. different publisher in the US. Atlas. Seth gets the bonus point for getting the US publisher. Oh, that's bull. I knew that too. Well, why didn't you say it then, George? Because I was waiting. Because like I host Pub Trivia. I know you should wait for him to finish asking the question. George. Yeah, but I knew the question immediately. That's that's only the bonus point part of it. Um, that's not the first time that PlayStation has published a game in Japan, but Atlas published it in the United States. What PlayStation Two game did this ha- did get this treatment? We get one guess, right? Yes. Zone of the Enders. That was a terrible guess. Konami makes it at the Enders. Yeah. Like that's- I'm dumb. I'm out on that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um. Uh. Is it a, is it a good game? <laughs> I'm not answering any question like that. Oh well. Uh, if, that's that was, kind of, if that's the kind of friend you want to be, that's fine. That was an embarrassing guess on my part. I don't know why it's <laughs> the Enders. It just kind of popped out. It's <laughs> of the Enders. I'm like, I don't think Konami ever let Sony have the rights to that. He should probably lose his bonus point because it was such a dumb answer. Um. Mean, it's quite awful. So it was. It was a game that Atlas published that Sony published in Japan. Yes, it is technically a PlayStation branded game, but not in the U.S. or Europe because it was published by a different company. Um, this is probably a wild guess. Persona Four. No. The 2006 game Rule of Rose. 
Screw you, Elijah. This is a the bad most. Game. <laughs> this is a bad game. The I most never said it was a good game. horror game. I think I've ever heard. Of. It is a PlayStation game, but just like Demon Souls, they did not publish it outside of the, of Japan. Oh no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that that game was a bad game. I meant your trivia game is a bad game. It is a bad game, though. It is a bad game. It's also one of the most expensive PS2 games there is. Yep, I just bought it last did month. You, did you really? Did you really? It's so not worth it to have that game. Oh, I just sell um, it. Buy actually, a car. Me at it. Me at it. It's not worth that much. Sell it and buy a house. Sell it's... it and buy a bad car. <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah, I I could sell it and buy a car that would get me down the road a little bit before it breaks again. But you Sell it and buy Fred Flintstone's car. You can sell it for a minimum of $320 right now. It's going for way more than that. You George, for? did you hear what I said? Did you did you hear the words that I said when I told him that? Yeah, what'd you pay for, Elijah? Four hundred. I said you could sell it for a minimum of three hundred and twenty dollars right now. Yeah, it's usually going for about four ninety. I'm gonna lose my mind. I, I just bought a whole George. bunch of super rare Star Wars comics, so I'm not in any position to. Uh... Oh, you still buy like physical Star Wars? You still buy physical comics? Uh, yeah, I bought the. Uh, well, I was buying out like uh, trade paperbacks to fill out my collection. Um, I really just wanted like all of Star Wars Legacy, Knights of the Republic, and uh, Dark Times. Those were the ones I was reading in high school, and I was a big fan of those. See, I um, I I don't like physical comics anymore. Now that I moved on to um, like digital comics, I just. I don't like the space they take up because I never I never go back and read comics almost ever. So I still do. Um, I still do all the time. And uh, for me, I just I and, and I don't like Marvel Unlimited UI that much. I really don't like DC Infinite UI and I haven't checked out Comixology. So until uh, the the experience is a little bit better, digital comics. I'm gonna um, stick I like Comixology a lot. Yeah. I'll have to check it out one of these days. Uh, on that note, I think that wraps us up. Uh, Seth, where can people reach you? Just don't. Okay. <laughs> Elijah. Seth <laughs> <laughs> Taylor on Twitter. Um, I was going to let you have it. I mean, everyone has the right to not be reached. At Seth S. Taylor. All right. At Seth S. Taylor. Thank you. Elijah, where can people reach you? At Loco Lizard Man on Twitter. You, you can reach Austin at Austin J. Eller. You can reach Coach at Frame Skip Pod. You can reach me at uh, GB Loftus. Is that my handle? Yes. Cool. At GB Loftus. You yes. can reach me at GB Loftus. Um, happy gaming, everyone. And it's okay if, if you're down. Where everyone gets a little down. If you're down, reach out to us. We're down too. Just come say hey. Come say hi. It'll be fun. We're all. We're all... Don't give up on yourself because you can win. Yeah. If you're like... down, that means you can get up again. Mm. Mm. That sounds like a 90s dance hit. It really does. I said that. it, and I'm like, God, it's like, oh God, was that was that Hathaway? Was that CNC Music Factory? Who did that? I actually, I I know the song you're talking about, but I have no idea who it was. Okay. Ah, uh, all right. Have a wonderful night, everyone. Until next time. Cut.